Today's episode of the Asbury Beeham podcast is the first of a three-part series focusing on Asbury's international missionaries. Listen as adult ministry director Robin White and missions coordinator Brooke Jackson talk with Lucas Odero, a missionary serving at Hillside Faith Church in Eldoret, Kenya. Asbury has supported Lucas and the people in his community since 2007. Lucas, we're so excited to have you on the podcast today. I'm also excited to 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 see you today. Aww. We are thrilled that you're here. How fun is this? So, oh, it's so fun. It's a great fun. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. so tell us, Lucas, um, it's early morning here. And um, before we, we hopped on uh, to the call, you were telling us, what time is it there again? Uh, right now, it's 5, 5 10 p.m. in the evening. Okay, so we're yes. just starting our day, and you've already ended your day. We, are, we, are, we have already ended our day, yes. We are eight hours, nine hours, eight hours ahead of you. Okay, okay, great. Yes. Very cool. Lucas, yes. can you tell us a little bit about who you are and where you live? All right. Um, my name's uh, Lucas Onyango Odero, and currently I live in Eldoret, Kenya. But I hail from uh, the Lakeside City, near the Lake Victoria side. But for the last many years, I've uh, been in Eldoret together with my family. In fact, uh, I did my wedding in Eldoret. Oh, wow. how awesome. How long have you been married? 24 years ago. Oh, and wow. Congrats. On uh, February the 14th, this year we were just celebrating the 24th anniversary. Wow. Oh, that's wonderful. Congratulations. Asante, thank you very much. <laughs> So we want to ask you some questions for the podcast, and we were hoping. Yeah. Okay. We were hoping you could tell yeah. us a little bit more about what you do in Kenya. All right. Uh, currently, and uh, this is something that I've done since 1993, November, November eighth. I joined the full time ministry as a past associate pastor and since that time i've been uh, in the ministry reaching out to people and preaching the gospel and as a result we have seen so many uh, lives coming to christ Hallelujah. and this is not only in in eldoret it's not only in kenya but i think around the world because even when I was in the U.S., I think I preached in a, in a prison. And so many people uh, gave their lives in that jail. And therefore, um, we are here as pastors. And by the courtesy of Asbury Church, I am a missionary and reaching out to the whole world. And in fact, uh, Next week, I'll be going to the neighboring country of Tanzania Ooh, on the wow. 7th. Wonderful. I'll be, I'll be taking the gospel mm. there. So 
Uh, we are servants of God serving the Lord here. Amen. And we have done it since that time I've mentioned, 1993. Oh, that's a long time. Yes, and uh, I was an associate pastor in several uh, churches. And then this uh, church, the Hillside Church, we uh, launched it on uh, in uh, in the year 2007. And from that time, we have been serving. And I remember very well that time, uh, Asbury was a great help to us. And we have been uh, renting a place to do church, though it has been a challenge because sometimes the owners of those places, they, they change their minds when they want to develop the place so we are forced to move mm -hmm. and right now we have moved like three times since we started <laughs> right. since we started the ministry but it is a joy to serve the lord and asbury has been a great in fact the backbone of this ministry wow that's beautiful since, yes yes i'm thankful that we've been able to partner with you yeah yeah they have partnered with us they have they bought us our first car. Oh, your first car? Wow. And uh, again, uh, we have another minivan. It's outside at the parking lot. And we are using it. But the other one, we blessed it. We blessed some other ministers who preached the gospel. So God spoke to us and we blessed them. Wow. Uh, and we, because we, we, if you are given, you must be ready also. Amen. To give to others. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So good, Lucas. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Mm. So you said you have some testimonies and some fruit over all of these years of ministry. Would you share one of your yeah. favorite stories of what God has done in Kenya? One of the greatest things that God has done in Kenya is that uh, whenever we go to preach the gospel, we see uh, we see people receiving Jesus Christ, and sometimes uh, there are there are there is resistance. But through the love of God and without uh, being prejudiced, mm -hmm. uh, when we share the word of God with people, uh, they receive Christ. And one of the most amazing testimony I remember, and there are two, in fact is that uh, in 1999, I was praying and fasting. And then uh, I went, I, I, had, I was helping to minister to a church that we had just started somewhere. So when I went there to visit a certain lady and the family, I found out that their son, had started losing his eyes. And it's like the apple of the eye, the apples of the eye were looking at different directions like this. What the one apple was looking this direction and the other this direction. So uh, they asked me to pray together with them. So after we prayed, uh, there is nothing that happened. So, uh, so I decided to do a follow-up 
visit in that very home to know whether the miracle has taken place or what has happened. When I went, the lady told me, Pastor, my child is still hurting and things are getting worse. And immediately while I was there, the, the Lord spoke to me. The, the, there was some prompting of the inner voice telling me, share the Holy Communion with this family. So I asked them, what can we get around this place? Because it was in the countryside, a very remote place. I was using a bicycle that time. So the only thing we could find is bread and a Coke, Coca-Cola. Yeah. You know Coca-Cola. Right. Oh, yes. So I told them, if that is what is available, bring it. So I broke the bread and we shared the Holy Communion with the family. And, in, and after some few days, the sight of the boy was restored completely. Wow. Amen. And we gave God the glory. Another testimony is when we had just started, um, when we had just started uh, the, the, the Hillside Church. And uh, one of my daughters who, who had just left, and I think Christine will be coming in a few minutes, you'll see her. She is in high school. Right now she's doing, she will be doing her final exams in high school this year. She fell sick and it was serious because she lost her body coordination. The, the, she could not speak. That time she was around five to six years. The, 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 the tongue was full in her mouth. And uh, she just lost coordination. She could not stand. But after some prayers, and we prayed until we could not pray again. But I remember we could, I was whispering to her, every evening, you are healed in the name of Jesus. You are healed in the name of Jesus. And the testimony had gone around that pastor's child will never walk again. But after six months, one time we had just left with Helen, we had gone to, to town for some business. So when we came back, guess who met us at the door? It is Christine, and he told us, I am healed in the name of Jesus. And indeed, from that time, Amen. she is complete and healthy and doing very good, even at school. Praise the Lord. It's a beautiful and, story. Uh, God has also helped us in a very small way to, to be able to, to share the word of God. And many lives have been changed through uh, God. And of course, we have been able to, through Asbury, we have been able to distribute blankets. Uh, we have been able to give food even the other time recently during the pandemic i got some funds from asbury and we were able to give food to so many people who are struggling and i think the greatest testimony is that we are we are trying in a small way to touch lives we are trying to live for others as 
others live for us. And uh, we are grateful that many are coming to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Those are some of the few testimonies that I can talk about. What does a typical day look like for you? My typical day, like today, uh, the first thing I do, I wake up in the morning, study the Word of God, I pray, and after that, I go out, uh, especially on Mondays, I try to relax, I try to take a, an off, but from Tuesdays, uh, on Tuesdays, I normally meet, uh, I normally meet some pastors for prayers every Tuesday in the morning for one hour, and then, uh, and then after that one hour, I also meet another group of pastors for another like two hours. That is on Tuesdays. But then there is days I have, I, I'm engaged to go and speak to, to pastors or even train pastors around, the, around uh, either in Eldoret or even outside Eldoret. Like this week, uh, this week on Monday, Monday I didn't have an off. I went to preach. I went to teach in a Bible school. I went to teach on, they asked me to teach on leadership and administration. And therefore, that whole day I was there from, from 10 o'clock to, to around 5 but we had to drive. It is like 70, 70 kilometers. That is like 40 or 50 miles away from where uh, we stay. So I had to go with um, a brother called Sami and we thought then we can come back. So every day we make sure that at least uh, we have spoken to somebody about Christ whether it is uh, in a restaurant or on the road or wherever God helps us to, to, to be. We, we try to, to befriend people, uh, not by hammering the gospel to them, but by sharing the love of God and we create a relationship. And from there, uh, we begin even letting them know the love of God. Like, I think it was on Friday, on Friday last week, we were seated in a restaurant, a place they sell coffee and some cookies. And these young ladies, there were three of them. One of them is called Lavenda. Another one is called um, Achanda. And another one is called Mary. So they come and then I hear them speak in our national language. And they say, that means we don't have money, but we are hungry. Then I, I tell them, how can you be hungry and your father is here? Sit down and order whatever you can. And then they sat down, they introduced themselves to us, and we buy them coffee. And from there, we have become friends. Mm. 
and we will be in a position to share with them Christ and who knows they will accept him along the way. So typically we start by prayer and then uh, in the evening we normally have prayers and Bible studies uh, with a group of, uh, of men of God every every day when we are in town and uh yeah that is how my day looks like especially when i am around in uh on sunday sun was it on sunday last week yes we had to go for a group for a place we were invited to go and and share with a group of like 20 pastors in a dinner. It was a dinner service in um, a place called Kitale. And as a result, we found that our network is growing every day, every day. And for the last, for the last uh, few weeks, God helped us. God helped, God helped us to purchase some Bible. Uh, some Bibles which we are distributing to those pastors who have never had one. And yeah. uh, and it's not only here in, in Eldoret, but we are moving from place to place, sharing the word and even giving the word to those people who can afford. Mm -hmm. I think I have several copies of the Bibles that I have purchased that must go to those pastors who have never owned one. Amen. It's amazing work. Yeah. Things that we take yeah. for granted. Yes. Pastor Lucas, do you have a yeah. Bible in your language? Is there a Bible? Yes. Like, for instance, letter is this of the Bible. This one is a, a Bible. This, you see, it's called, it's written in Kiswahili. Swahili. Very good. Yeah. It's called, it's written, Biblia. Neno, neno, neno is the word. Neno. Neno. neno is the word, and then it's written Biblia Takatifu. That means it's the Holy Bible. Holy Bible, so good. <laughs> yeah, so these are, this is what we are doing currently, taking to those people who have never owned one, and there are so many. Yes. I think I will send you some photos of where we have already taken wow, uh, yeah. the Bible. Please do. Yeah. Please send us photos. Yes. Yes. Is Swahili your native language? Yes. Swahili is not my native language. Personally, I'm a Luo, but there is then uh, a, a national language. There is a national language. Like, like now this one, you see this one. This one is now my, my native language because it's written Mumamaler. This is also some of the Bibles that I purchased. I'm going to take to the native language wow. people. So good. Yes. Yeah. We have several copies of this that we want to take to them. Praise so the you Lord. can see this is Mumamaler. Yes. And then it's written Marnyasai. That means. It, it belongs to God, and it's written, Motingo Lokomanyen. 
That means it is uh, a holy Bible, both New and Old Testament. Oh, so this so is good. my native language. Praise the Lord. But this one, but this one is the national language that if you go to Kenya or if you visit Kenya, those of you who have visited, they will tell you Jambo. Jambo, Jambo is Kiswahili, <laughs> and that is the, the national language that uh, unifies Kenya. Very good. But originally, this is my native language. Okay. You are speaking And both. I have not, left them, have not left them behind because I want them also to have the, the, the Bibles, and we have, we, have, we have been able to get 20 copies of this. Oh, Praise wow. the Lord. 20 that we will be... I, I think 20 or 40, I think they are for 20 copies of this. Wonderful. And we want more. We want more. And this is very expensive more than this. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they are rarely produced. Yes. And so many people have never owned one. Mm. So it's those important. are some of the things that we are doing. Wow. You're doing really great work there. It's wonderful, Wicked. Yeah, by the grace of God, yes. yes. Praise the Lord. Yes, praise God. God. Amen. So, Pastor Lucas, Amen. how can we support you as you are doing these missions and living out the Great Commission? For us to fulfill, um, to fulfill this mission and the Great Commission, uh, and especially in these uh, several ministries we do of helping people to grow in Christ, like, for instance, we have the women ministry. We try to reach out to women who have a lot of challenges. Some of them cannot even afford sanitary towels. Some of them are single mothers who cannot, uh, who, who cannot even get a daily uh, basic need. Uh, the ministry of children ministry school ministries, especially like the school where my daughter goes to. And by God's grace, uh, I was elected to be the chairman or the chairperson of parents association in, in that school. And of course, I am, I am in the executive board of that school. So uh, most of the times I go and find very needy uh, girls who cannot afford sanitary towels, yet they have grown. So we try to chip in in a very small way. And not only that school, where Christine goes, there is a special need children, children with special needs or children who are born different. We have helped uh, do one, two, three things in that school to help uh, encourage the parents and this happens both uh, locally and internationally so basically everything that we can mention if it is prison ministry which is also very challenging and we have also we also do prison ministry we have gone to take bibles and the greatest challenge there is soap to to take a shower they don't get Soap, especially men, and if it is ladies who are prisoners, sanitary towels and milk for their children become a, a challenge. 
when it comes to widows, some of them, they don't have food. They cannot pay rent. Orphans who have done very good and they, are, they have a desire to further their education. All these things, they call for finances and even moving from one point to, the, to another, uh, it revolves around financial obligations. So uh, we will pray and we will request you to continue praying for us so that we may continue uh, getting financial flows so that we may be able to achieve the great goal of reaching many people around the world with the love of Christ. Beautiful. Yeah. Amen. Well said. Thank you, Lucas. We are so grateful to have you on the podcast today. Lucas, yes. would you say a blessing over our people who are listening to the podcast in your language? Oh, in my language? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that, yes. Okay. Yes, let, let me do so. Okay. Baba katika jina la mwanawako Yesu Kristo, nina kushukuru kwa sababu ya wema wako na fadilizako. Siku ya leo na kushukuru kwa sababu ya dada yangu uh, uh, Robin White na Brock Jackson na kila moja ambaya nasikia uh, maneno haya kutoka kwangu siku ya leo. Naombea kanisa la Asbury Methodist nina wabariki buwana ili kila moja ambaya takaisikia ujumbe huu akaweze kuguzwa moyo buwana na wakaweze kusaidia kuendelesha kazi hii baba tunajua sio kwa uwezo sio kwa nguvu mbali ni kwa kwa roho wako mtakatifu na kwa hivyo ninabariki watu wako ninawabariki uh, uh, hawa wapendwa katika jina la mwana wako Yesu Kristo ukawatendee mema asante bwana kwa sababu hakuna jambo lililo gumu na wewe na kwa hivyo Mungu wetu baba wetu wa milele hebu ukawabariki na ukawatendee mema na ni kwa jina la Yesu Kristo nimeomba nikiamini na sote tuseme amen amen, amen. <laughs> thank you amen beautiful hallelujah yeah. hallelujah it was so great to get to talk with you today it was so great to meet you again today too thank and i'm you. excited blessings to you and all the amazing work that you and your family and your coworkers are doing if you would like to learn more about Lucas and all the wonderful work that he's doing in Kenya, visit asburybham.org international missions.